If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus. Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade. Welcome to Double Love, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And this week, we are going to talk about what happens when love dies. Do, 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 <laughs> do, 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 do. Sorry, we can't, it's like all night long all over yeah, again. Yeah, we just can't help it, even though the words are different. They're similar enough for it to track and we like it. It scans. <laughs> it scans and it rhymes, more or less. So... Uh, I don't know, would Prince approve? Possibly I don't not. know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is book number 12. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's it's a tragedy. It is. It's a weepy. Shit goes down. Yeah, so just prepare for your, prepare for shed, shedding a tear. Yes. Um, and I'm going to start out with the cover tagline. Mm. What terrible secret is Trisha keeping from Stephen? <gasps> Can you tell us okay. the back tagline? On the back, we've got... The end of romance. <gasps> oh my what? god! That's Bali, surely that's like what makes their society go round. What else is there? Oh. So here's what here's what the blurb says: The Wakefield twins' older brother Stephen is heartbroken. His girlfriend Trisha Martin no longer seems interested in him. Oh How no. can this happen to a Wakefield? <laughs> she breaks their dates and doesn't return his calls. Stephen can't understand why Trisha's feelings have changed so suddenly. Jessica is thrilled that Stephen isn't dating Trisha anymore. She sees it as the perfect opportunity to pair him with her best friend, Kara Walker. Elizabeth, Jessica's twin, thinks that scheming, gossipy Kara... She's not that bad. I know, so judgy. She's not as bad as your sister. Yeah. Anyway, she thinks that the scheming, gossipy Kara is all wrong for Stephen. She's determined to find out the reason for Trisha's strange behaviour and horrified when she discovers the awful truth. <gasps> Uh, and after that, what cover could live up to such a dramatic um, blurb? Can this you, one you this describe one it? Up to it. <laughs> yeah, it really does. This is a great cover. It is. It's a classic, actually. <laughs> it doesn't have the twins on it, but it doesn't matter because it's so good. Um, so it's Stephen and Trisha, and Trisha is a Victorian ghost. <laughs> she literally <laughs> is. Has this like <laughs> the kind of shirt blouse situation that I think Liz actually would be into because oh, it's that kind of high necked she... Edwardian yeah very lacy ridiculous fluffy <laughs> sleeves you're in California yeah, why are you <laughs> wearing are you this doing? why aren't you wearing like a vest yeah she's got these kind of auburn curls yeah like, distant far away look on her face it's all very she um, does look a bit overall. yeah she looks like I mean she is compared to <laughs> <laughs> I just can't take it She's just staring into the middle distance uh, as if she literally is a porcelain a doll. doll. Yeah, and Stephen's standing behind her with his hand on her shoulder, and he's very concerned looking. Yeah, what's he wearing? What's going on? Yeah, he's got some kind of 
polo shirt. Rugby shirt, maybe. Pastel stripes on Ooh, it. Very stylish. Yes. He's got a sort of weird haircut. It's it looks a like bit like Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, it's a bit like a Lego hair or something. Isn't it? <laughs> it does look like it was just <laughs> clipped just onto his head. Popped on his head. Yep. Yep. Um, but as we find out in mm. the opening pages, he's he's not happy. He sure isn't. No. Jessica comes in and her, her aqua eyes, aqua mm-hmm. this time, yeah. are flashing with curiosity. <laughs> and what does that even mean? Uh. She finds Stephen looking unshaven. Oh, you know what that means. Yeah, Everything is terrible. Yep. <laughs> no one does, is unshaven in Sweet Valley no. unless tragedy has... Stubble equals despair. That's <laughs> what it is. It's, that's the lesson we've all learned. And he is so despairing that he cannot tell who is who. He can't tell it's 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 Jess. He's like, uh, takes him a second Jess? to figure it out. Yeah, <gasps> and she knows that's 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 bad. Mm. So she's worried about him, but she's also because she is a monster. She's disgusted that he's ups- upset about Trisha because <laughs> she's a nobody. Like, oh yeah, God. she's worse than a nobody. Uh. She she's a nobody, and then she's worse than a nobody. Yeah, because she's poor. But I love <laughs> Jessica is so immediately angry. <laughs> like she manages to somehow angrily eat a banana. <laughs> like, what on earth did Stephen see in her anyway? Jessica wondered. She snatched a banana from the fruit bowl and angrily yanked the peel off. I'm so cross. <laughs> Doubled down with laughter. <laughs> I'm still recovering from a chest infection, oh. so if I have some sort of attack here about Karen, it's because of Jessica angrily eating bananas. <laughs> oh God, it's just the words setting me off again. <laughs> so uh, we get a little uh, comparison with the twins' typical clothes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does this count as an outfit description? Yeah, or not really. It's more there's character. Not enough, there's not enough highlight. detail, really. Say that, uh, like Jess, or it's. Um, Liz, sorry, favours a neatly tailored cord skirt, which we're told is less likely to bring traffic <laughs> to a screeching halt than Liz's, oh, Jessica's, Jessica's skin tight jeans and camisole top. Like, what? Unless she's literally <laughs> walking out in front of traffic. Yes. <laughs> like, that is not that daring an outfit. No. At all. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Liz is as is is a home at this stage, and she defends Trisha. Mm. But she's she's worried about like why is Trisha giving Stephen the cold shoulder? Yeah, and she thinks maybe she's got some trouble at home. Yeah, because Trisha does have some family issues. I think her dad is an alcoholic, and her sisters, well, <laughs> Jessica says Betsy will probably end up either pregnant or in jail in another year or so. <gasps> no. Um. Well, Jessica, you've already seen the inside of a of a cell, yeah. haven't you? Or was it just a, was it just a police car? But anyway, I wouldn't be judging anybody. Yeah, exactly. Because we are telling later on that Je- Betsy, the mm. sister, went off the rails because of Wick Andover. Yeah. Now, who went off in a car to Kelly's with Rick Andover? Jessica, exactly. Hypocritical, so judgy, monster. <sighs> she learned literally nothing after the whole Annie Whitman yeah. debacle. Like. No, no. Well, we have learned that she learns nothing. nothing. <laughs> and Jessica and. Um, Liz is like, well, you know, she's not her sister and Jess claims that sisters have a lot in common and it's kind of brilliant. Um, Liz goes, oh, I hope that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Hate to be like you. <laughs> so um, next thing we know, Jess yet again is manipulating Liz mm. into letting her borrow her red sandals. Ooh. She's going on a date with Aaron Dallas. Yeah. And Liz, of course, gives in. Of course. Like within a paragraph <laughs> just never <Ugh>. yeah. <laughs> and uh, Liz and Jessica are preparing for their dates 
um because liz is going out with todd and mm-hmm. jess is going out with aaron dallas yes and Stephen wanders in and he's he's in a sorry state yeah he's not himself no we're told by the way that he he doesn't really look like the twins apart from his healthy outdoor look Ooh. what does that mean Ooh. i don't think i have one <laughs> <laughs> i've got an unhealthy pasty weedy look like this somebody color else. does yeah. not come from being outdoors no i've never seen the sun <laughs> um so anyway steven's going over to try and see trisha because mm. he's just like he doesn't know what's up with her she's yeah. not returning his calls and he's like what's going on mm. but um it's great <laughs> the way they're describing the change in scenery basically because it's like uh, the green area of sweet valley oh, where the wakefields so live um so he, he's driving across town to where the Martins live and it's his headlights picked up the gleam of discarded <laughs> cans and broken glass that littered the weeds alongside the uneven <laughs> road. Like it is not letting up Laying for it a on. second. <laughs> oh, Joe, you, you think that there's uh, there's, gra- there's there's cans and broken glass at the side of the road? Well, there's weeds. Okay. And also, and it's road. <laughs> This road is an absolute choice. <laughs> and Trisha's house, according to oh. my notes, is... A manky old kip. It's a shithole. That is not how um, um, no. Kate William describes he, he it. He stops to. He comes to a stop in front of a, a shabby frame house <gasps> with peeling paint. It's like, oh. oh god! It's all just so upsetting. God. Terrible. It gets worse because then he goes to the door and Mr. Martin is there and he's just wearing a stained vest. <gasps> and we mean that in the Irish and British oh, sense. Yeah. It's like a an undershirt. Undershirt. They actually not say a, undershirt. Not a waistcoat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's weirdly dapper. <laughs> <laughs> but stayed. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, he's smelling booze. Yeah. And he's clearly kind of pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, Trisha's busy. Yeah. But Stephen just, just barges like, in. Barges in and he finds Trisha. And we're told he remind she reminds him of a porcelain doll. <laughs> that is not creepy at all. But like, oh, what's your girlfriend remind you of? A porcelain, a porcelain doll. doll. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, she sounds like fun. <laughs> um... So she's she's packing a suitcase mm. and she tells him she's going out of town. Look, she's meant to be about 17. Yeah. Where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> um, Stephen is, tries to get her to tell him the truth and she's like, oh, uh, I guess you want to break up with me then. Oh, well. Yeah. They kind That's... of end up having a big row and it, yeah, it's really weird because he's like, are you, are you trying to tell me you're tired of me? Is that it? And she's like, well, she doesn't deny anything. Yeah. And... It's like, well, you're clearly tired of me. Yeah. And she won't give him any answers. Mm. And she, she's saying, like, well, I'm sure you want to see other girls in college. And she's like, well, do you want to see other boys? And he, she doesn't deny that either. Yeah. So it's he, all, a lot of it left unsaid and undenied. Like, in a stupid sort of, way of Sweet Valiance. Yeah. She kind of just lets him break up with her, basically. Yeah. Yeah, instead but of actually having a conversation. But it's part of her scheme. <laughs> it is. Because when he goes, she breaks down. Oh. And she's just like, oh, th- to herself, it's better that he doesn't know the truth. <gasps> so we find out what's wrong. It's it's not good. No. She has leukemia mm. and she has only six months to live. Aww. And I should say now, even though if it sounds like we are making light of terminal illness, <laughs> some people very close to me and in my family have had leukemia and are luckily doing very well now but um, so just so you know that any trivialization yeah. might sound like we're making of serious <laughs> illnesses is in no way meant to disparage the realities no. but I think we all know that this is not the realities uh, yeah at all so we find out that her mother died of it and that's what set her dad off the yeah. rails to a vest wearing drunkard yeah. <laughs> he couldn't cope so he's yeah just fallen apart basically in the years since yeah and she's like oh uh, I can't do that to Stephen yeah. it's better he doesn't know it's like it's a really small town mm. 
And yeah, this is going to get out. Like, <laughs> like he's not going to not find out <laughs> yeah. that yeah. you're terminally ill. But no, it's her last gift to him. <gasps> and she's so fragile and delicate. Actually, there's <laughs> the way they describe her collapsing when he leaves. She collapsed onto the bed like a dress slipping from its hanger. <gasps> She's I so suppose like fragile. a sack of potatoes. I know, yeah. <laughs> That's how I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, this whole trope is something that enrages me. Yeah. Um, they're like, oh, I won't tell them. I'll, I'll, I'll just leave them to spare them yeah. pain. <laughs> oh, God. It's so awful. I don't know whether when you were a kid you read uh, like Mandy the comic that had a story called Miss Angel oh. and it was about this vic- it, was, it was so popular they just keep reviving it like, over the course of about 30 years this is a comic for girls and it was Miss Angel was this Victorian young lady who found out that she was dying of some unnamed illness and to, to spare her parents yeah. the pain how would the parents not know? Right. Well she faked her own death oh and went God. out to live in a stable where she could help urchins <laughs> Waifs. She would take in waifs into oh her stable God. house. And even as a kid, me and my sister would be like, she could help those waifs a lot better if she'd stayed with her really rich parents. Yeah. Also, <laughs> they, no one is going to go, oh, I'm really glad I didn't have those last few months saying oh goodbye to somebody. God. I'm really glad someone broke up with me and made yeah. me think that they hated me like yeah. three months this before they died. <laughs> I mean, it's so much better now. Anyway, that's what she th- Trisha thinks. And <sighs> it's, this is her last gift to him. Yeah. A sacrifice. She's a martyr. So, yeah, she really is. She mm. really is. Yeah. Um, but, so Trish, uh, uh, Trish and Peter have split up and someone's very happy Peter, about it. Stephen. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Trish and Stephen yes. have split up. Um, and yeah, someone's very happy about it. Yeah. Jessica's only fucking thrilled. And so, it's Kara. Yeah. And uh, Jessica is like, a, a Victorian lady worthy of, of Trisha's outfit where she's like oh I hope you can find him a girl from a decent family <laughs> like okay Mrs. Bennett like Jesus what is Maddie up yeah. what is wrong with you um, so Jessica knows that Kara fancy Stephen yeah and she says that she'll fix them up mm-hmm. and says uh, with me on your side Steve doesn't stand a chance which is very healthy oh, approach so to relationships yeah. That's how to Why are you this invested in your brother's love life? Yeah, well, that's at least of their problems. Jeez. So, um, oh, we get a bit of... This is going to come up later on. Uh, Cara tells Jessica some gossip. Yeah. She's heard about a Local celeb. Yeah. Jeremy Frank. <laughs> and he hosts a TV show <laughs> called Frankly Speaking. Ooh. <laughs> Jeremy oh. and it turns out that he has the bluest eyes mm. since Paul Newman wow got Robert Redford <laughs> Paul Newman Butch and Sundance fantastic um, so he's in uh, Sweet Valley Hospital because he's broken her leg yeah. his leg and yeah. they've heard this from a candy striper oh, by the way I was so confused by the whole candy striper thing yeah. when, I was, when I first read this <laughs> like can you explain what a candy striper it, is? Yeah. We, we sort of find out in the next book, but just so people yeah. are totally confused now. So they're kind of like teenage volunteers yeah. at a hospital. They kind of go around with glasses of water and magazines yeah, and to stripy patients outfits. and stuff. And yeah, wear stripy outfits. Yeah. It's like, why? What? Yeah, I don't really it get it. seems to be a thing. Yeah. So if anybody, by the way, if any listeners, because we do have some very 
kindly American listeners who've helped us out with these yeah. mysteries before. So if you know know the truth of candy, is it, is it a thing? Tell us your candy striper stories. Yes, were you a candy striper? Indeed. Um, so yeah, some candy striper called Janie McBride. Who's she? Yes. Where does she come from? Who? She doesn't even go here. Yeah. <laughs> Although, God knows, she's probably going to turn up at home. No. Later on we've got about where we ever learn. Fucking Janie. Yeah, she's going to be the new mammy. Um But Jess is intrigued. Yes. And we all hear some other gossip. Yeah. Karen's really the great one for uh, all the stories, isn't she? She really is. <laughs> She's got the lowdown on everything. She does. And we're hearing about a new family who Ooh. moved into the Godfrey Mansion. Yeah. What family could that be? Why, it's the Morrows. <gasps> They've arrived at last. Yay. And they have, <clears throat> according to rumour, I don't know how this <laughs> got out already, somebody moved in. They have an 18 year old son who's a hunk. Oh my God. And Kara's all, I wonder what car he drives. Yeah. <laughs> What, why? Why are you thinking that <laughs> giant weirdo? Because she's a pink lady from Greece. That's yeah. <laughs> all she cares about. This is true. <laughs> um, candy pink. Uh, so Jess has got now so many schemes going on. There's a lot. Yeah. She's, she literally <laughs> has to juggle them in her mind. She's like, hmm, I've got so much to plot. Carrot and Stephen, now Jeremy Frank. <laughs> so, yeah, she goes home and tells Liz their lives have no meaning. She's got that right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> So she needs to do something important. And uh, she says, she tells Liz, we should be candy stripers. Yeah. And we're told that she's got a history of uh, <laughs> being interested in medical issues. because She cried so much at the film, Love Story. <laughs> this, is kind of, this is genuinely funny. For ages, she pretended to faint in front of hot guys <laughs> in the hope they'd think she had a romantic incurable disease. What? <laughs> but this ended... When Tom McKay. Oh, Tom. I like Tom, but there's a reason why Tom is immune to her charms. Yeah. He nervously said he hoped whatever she had wasn't catching. <laughs> I wish we got to see that scene actually live. That's just to good. See Tom put her in her place. Yeah. Um, so Liz is like, well, um, you know, you're not really going to be doing anything very dramatic, like important in the hospital. Yeah. But, of course... She gets talked into volunteering. She does. Well, Liz is kind of game on for it as well, though, because she reckons, you know, it's, it's, it is actually proper volunteer work. I yeah, suppose. that's true. And she, um, could, she could actually, um, you know, do something important. Yeah. She'd be yeah. helping people. But um, it's kind of gas that Jessica figures this is the way, like, she's going to all this effort to, what, like, just see a local celebrity. Well, she has this <laughs> fantasy about being a guest on his show, but there's yeah. no, like, why would she be? Yeah, she's kind of convinced that if she gets to meet him, He'll put her on his show. Why? Like, why would he do that? Why would he? Like he's in there already, and he's not putting. He's already JD McBride on his show. <laughs> whoever she is, she's no Wakefield. Uh, oh, that's true. Um, so we find out Alice is pleased because she was a candy striper back in the day. Oh. We get a little. She doesn't look much older than her daughters. <laughs> shout out. So just so we forget, we don't forget. Oh, and there's another outdoorsy thing. She's like her lithe tanned figure showed she spent as much time outdoors as possible. Very outdoorsy family. Yeah, aren't they? We're, we're, we're like practically forest folk over yeah. here, <laughs> just living in trees, yes. <laughs> not using any sunscreen. Nope. Come on, Wakefields, <laughs> get it together. Yeah. Um. So Jess is asked about the Morrows, and uh, we're hearing that Kurt Morrow is an ex-footballer mm. um, who set up a computer firm, and he has a daughter. And Jessica's Jess is intrigued. Yeah, the daughter's around their age, so she'll yes. be going to Sweet Valley <gasps> High. Of course, she is. Mm. Um, Jess is intrigued you'd think she would yet again see that as a potential rival yeah like another 
but I gorgeous guess girl. If, if, if she's rich, then she's probably really good looking and interesting. Cause well, that is how <laughs> society works, logic. as we know. <laughs> like that's well, that's how it works in Sweet Body, anyway. Uh, so they they go to the hospital and they're haunted by all the terrible things that has happened to them there. Like <laughs> so, oh, this is such bullshit. Uh, go on. <laughs> um, yeah, so they they arrive on at the hospital and Jessica starts thinking about the time Annie Whitman tried to take her life when she didn't make the cheerleading squad. And Jessica remembers how agonizing it had been to admit that she was just a teensy bit responsible for driving Annie to it. Uh, oh yeah, because you're the victim me. here, Jessica. A it's teensy a- bit. Yes. It was entirely her fault. <laughs> like this was 100% yes. her doing. She literally did it after she said you oh. did bumped her, and she said, "There's no point in going on." Yeah. Yes. Oh, you fucking arsehole. <laughs> I'm so mad at her for that. We really do hate her. Like it's oh, it's, it's not just, a joke, really. It's, it's a hatred. Bullshit. The hatred is real. Just how dare she? Um. So yeah, but that lasts. That qualm lasts about two seconds. Oh yeah, less. that's well forgotten about oh, by the time yeah. they go through the door. <laughs> exactly. And they get a tour. They find out their duties. Yeah. Which we've talked about already. And um, they were also told, you know, you could do some little bit of clerical work and then talk to some lonely, pa- lonely patients mm. who don't have any visitors and just yeah. all, oh, I know what lonely patient I'm going to talk yeah, to. Yeah, Jessica seems to think she's just going to get to hang out with Jeremy for the all whole day. time. But she gets assigned to the maternity ward. Yes. <laughs> which is kind of great. And she has to, like, take dirty nappies to the bin yeah. and be nice about <laughs> ugly babies. <laughs> and meanwhile, someone's met Jeremy Frank. Yeah. And it's Liz. It's Liz. She got to sign his cast and everything. So yeah. Jessica's absolutely raging. Oh, God. She's, 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 she's stunned. Yeah. And like Jess or Liz had a nice chat with Jeremy Frank yeah. and told him she wanted to be a journalist. Mm-hmm. And and then there's an incredibly weird bit where it says, you know, you know, and then he said, thank you. And I left. And Jess's like, thank you for what? You didn't kiss him, did you? Yeah. <laughs> what? like, what are you talking about? No. <laughs> Obviously, two glass of water. <laughs> so we're told that he's he's just in his mid twenties, mm. um, and but obviously that is <clears throat> far too old for Jessica. Oh yes, uh, entirely. And Liz is like, um, what what are you thinking? This is this is not this is completely ridiculous. Yeah, and she realizes this is the only reason that Jessica signed up yeah. to be a candy striper. Yeah. And actually, there's a great bit then when Jessica's like, um, "Hey, do you think they let me change wards? I think the one I've been working on might be contagious." And Elizabeth's <laughs> like, "It's actually pretty clever." She's like, "Oh, I hope it isn't contagious." You did say it was the maternity ward, didn't you? <laughs> I was like, "Nice one, Liz." It really is. Liz gets some good birds. She gets some good digs in every so often. <clears throat> So and she also thinks once again she'd been had by her sister, but yeah. like she doesn't mind. No, she's actually should mind. quite happy to be there. But yeah, that's fine. Oh, but uh, she also while she's thinking, oh well, Jess will be Jess. Yeah, she crashes into a nervous orderly, <gasps> and we're, we're told he's quote short and husky. <laughs> With a hawkish nose. Hmm. I did not know when I for, until quite recently that husky is a synonym for like large. Yeah. I was like, how do you know he's husky? Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, I've been like, husky myself. It kind of sounds more like, yeah, voice more so than physique. But yes. Go. But um, anyway, because we're told that he is like short and husky with mm. hawkish nose, we know he's bad. Oh, he's bad news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the darkest eyes Elizabeth had ever seen. Ugh. Like they may as well just go to the chase and call him swarthy. Yeah. <laughs> They are hovering around Swarthy. Aren't they? Quite a lot. Just dancing around Oh, <laughs> dear, dear, dear. Um, so he, he is quite creepy, though, because um, he stares at Liz yeah. and he creeps her out. And we discover his name is Carl. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, Carly Orderly and she feels sorry for him but when their fingers touch she experienced a cold shock. <laughs> oh my God. Supernatural almost. Yeah. Oh, going into the werewolf territory now. Um, <laughs> so she wonders was there something strange about him or was it just her writer's imagination? <gasps> but before she can think of it any further she sees Trisha. Oh yeah. In the hospital. What the hell? Yeah. She Trisha. says hello to her and Trisha's like out of there. Yeah, she, she just, just ignores her. Just runs How dare she ignore her? <laughs> dare she ignore Wakefield? Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Jess is stalking poor old Jeremy Frank, who's <laughs> oh God. bed bound and can't yeah. get away from her. Oh, yeah, she comes into his room and he's like, "Oh, you're back," and she's like, "Oh no, I'm not Elizabeth. I'm her twin." I was like, "Oh God, okay, yeah. yes." <laughs> and he's clearly just amused by how ridiculous she's being. Yeah, like, he's, he's, he seems quite likable. Yeah, he's, he seems like he's actually grand. Like yeah, he's not just like, "Oh, not, right." Yeah, but she she goes to sign his cast. Um, oh yeah, because she was on about how she wants to be an actress, a TV actress. And he's like, "Oh <laughs> he's like, really?" He's like, okay. <laughs> but she goes to sign his cast, and somehow loses her balance and topples over and like stabs his leg with the pen, and then pulls his broken leg out of the pulley <laughs> thing. It's, it's just a disaster. Basically. Chaos reigns. Yeah, and poor old Jeremy Frank is in agony, and, and she's like, "Get a nurse! <laughs> Get out Help of here!" Me. Yeah. So uh, she's undeterred, though. Mm. Like she really doesn't let anything get her down for long. I'll give her that. So she's trying to get, uh, she goes home and then she's trying to get Stephen to go to a party. Yes. Um, and uh, he's not buying it because he knows she's just trying to get, to fix him up with it. With Kara, yeah. yeah. And she's like, your reputation, people might think you're a wimp staying <laughs> home. It's like, what? what? <laughs> oh my God. Also, he's in college. Like, I why know, is he yeah. home on every weekend? <laughs> <laughs> really? Anyway, he's still unshaven, so you know. Oh, the unshaven cheek, yep. Yeah. Yep. So, um, Jess, spread some gossip and says that Cara told her that uh, Trisha has been cutting class and yeah. maybe if he comes to the party he could ask Cara some more questions. Oh, oh yeah, does she say something about how was it that Trisha has a new boyfriend or that she was seen with some guy? Yeah, she was draped. So she kind of uses that as bait to uh, yeah. get Stephen interested and be like, oh, you could ask Cara about it. Yeah. She's like, the one who knows it. How romantic it. for Cara. Like, so I'll yeah. fix you up <laughs> with somebody. I'll get them to ask you questions about their girlfriend. That's yeah. really setting the scene. But, uh, oh yeah, it's supposedly Cara's party, but Cara isn't having a party. So Jess has to ring her and go, uh, sorry, you're having a party she in totally like an hour. in it. Yeah. <laughs> And she's not impressed by this, but just like, oh, put on the sexiest outfit you won't. You'll oh, me later. Yeah. Um. So Stephen does go to the party. He does. But because it's so last minute and Cara didn't know she was having a party, there's like four other <laughs> yeah. people there. It sounds so awkward. So embarrassing. Oh, God. One of them is a random person called Jim. Jim? Who the fuck is he? <laughs> he from? He's Lila's date. Yeah. And he's like appeared out of the blue. Yeah. Um. And uh, we're told that... Uh, well, according to my notes, we're told Kara has heard Regina Morrow is throwing a getting to know you party for all the Sweet Valley dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> Again, paraphrasing. Yeah, but that is what happens. But uh, also accurate. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Kara like curls up next to Stephen on the couch. How could yeah. anyone think this was like a good way mm. of seducing somebody? No. It, uh. Um. So he asks her about Trisha, and she's like, "Oh, I." I heard that Trisha was draped all over some guy in, in a shop. Yeah. And there's a kind of crazy bit where Stephen is all worked up and keeps asking questions and she's like, why are you so excited? And he roars, I'm not <laughs> excited. <laughs> Calm down, Stephen. This is not romantic. Nothing about oh, this is God. romantic. No, it's just awkward and weird. 
But then he wants, he clearly does some sort of rebound dance with Kara. Not the zone. That would be amazing. Yeah, it's like after he kind of shouts at her, he kind of grabs her and like yanks her up off the Ugh. chair and is like, let's dance. I feel like dancing. It's like, oh, fucking hell, dude. Yeah, you, you are not in a good, like, go home. No. But then he, he imagines he's dancing with Trisha and he yeah. kisses Kara, mm-hmm. but he feels cold inside. Cold and dead. Oh, God. <laughs> Kara's delighted. Yeah. Because she doesn't, she will take him. She's got her man. She's not fussy. Like, she'll oh, take him Cara. under any circumstances. <laughs> you can do so much better than this. Yeah. Uh, and so later on, Jess is like, oh, they were all over each other. Yeah. Yeah, Liz can't believe it. She's like, how did this happen exactly? Yeah, like, when? Yeah. And meanwhile, Karen Stephen have gone out for pizza. And then she insists that he drives her route to house where everyone could see them together. So weird. Like, it's dark out. You, what are you well, doing? Like, have you got the, you know, a, a, a siren or something? Like, you to, or is it like a parade? on arrow. <laughs> We're Look in this. <laughs> But um, Steve, anyway, Stephen is, is miserable. Yeah, he's not over Trisha. Like, it's yeah. ridiculous. But they didn't even properly break. I mean, it was a weird break. Uh, yeah, they kind of had a row and then, yeah, I don't know. Um, so at school, Liz sees Trisha and is like, oh, what were you doing in the hospital at the weekend? Oh, this is so ridiculous because Trisha's kind of tries to fob her off and she's like, oh, I was, I was visiting a sick friend. And straight away, Elizabeth is like, oh, what's her name? Who is she? What room is she in? What's wrong with her? It's like, yeah. dude, shut up. Do your business. Like, oh, my God. Leave this imaginary friend <laughs> alone. alone. Like, she clearly doesn't want to talk about yeah. it. It's like nothing to do with you. Nothing whatsoever. And then Kara turns up and is pretty awful. Like she's banging on about the party and it's like, oh, yeah. Stephen's taking me to a college party at the weekend. Yeah, and it's all very intentionally so Trisha can hear her and yeah. it's kind of shitty. Yeah. It's really bad. And poor Trisha's really sad. Yeah. And then <laughs> Todd and Elizabeth have more of their stupid banter. Ugh, I and, hate their banter so much. <laughs> oh, and it's so, like, this is a you know another example of them telling rather than showing. Mm. So she, Liz is trying to figure out what's happening between Trisha and Stephen yeah. and Todd is like any clues so far Sherlock <laughs> and this literally says Todd is such a kidder and so she loves his sense of humour like uh, what sense what of sense of humour <laughs> where is she <laughs> saying it was. he has I never am, once made a good joke he really hasn't <laughs> and he tells her this is um, this is not one of his uh, witty wisecracks <laughs> he, he saw Trisha gazing at a picture of Stephen in her folder like her oh you know, school folder okay yeah um, and uh, they banter stupidly mm. for I didn't even notice any of the details I, just, <laughs> I think it just goes right over my head now and I wait for it to be over yeah he um, after some more of this banter he urges Liz to ask Trisha again like he, she, it's bothering her so much yeah yeah because he reckons maybe it's that she's it's something that she's too embarrassed to talk to Steve about and maybe he's talking to another girl she'll be able to I don't know yeah talk about whatever's bothering her or something. She, she's clearly not being open yeah yeah and like yeah because she's obviously still hung up on Steve he's still hung up on her it's like okay lads what's going on <laughs> sort it out so Liz is like okay I will and then there was an absolutely <laughs> genuinely amazing scene <laughs> so yeah we're back at the hospital yes. and Jessica's back on the prowl for Jeremy oh, again yeah, she is. <laughs> poor guy oh, God. she comes into his room <laughs> <laughs> and he's stark naked it's like, Jeremy was stark naked it's in italics and everything it's like there's dick in Sweet Valley <laughs> ah, oh good lord oh. thought it was bad enough with Mr Collins in his tidy shorts in the last one <laughs> and she's so shocked that she spills icy water all over him 
Oh god! Like all over his stomach. Like how oh. close is she to? Oh, him? she like she got right up. Yeah, there. To have a close <laughs> She's practically on top of him because he's getting a sponge bath from the nurse. Yeah, she's just. Oh she kind of to have a closer peek. Put a curtain up or something, lads. Yeah, this is that is a bit weird. It's awesome. Like they. Ugh. Oh God. So but that kind of just has to go crashing out of the room. But the best bit is when Jeremy Frank, having had water spelt all over, he points a finger and gasps, "You!" <laughs> Which is genuinely amazing. <laughs> oh God! Like she's basically having like a carry-on doctor subplot. <laughs> she really Jeremy. is. It's ridiculous. And, and she gives an injured cry. Oh God! And please and runs out. Um, and then Liz finds out about this and she's like what what the fuck what are you doing and just well at least I got him to notice me oh god and uh, Liz is like okay she's gonna get both of us fired yes just <laughs> menace to society so uh, she decides that she has to do something to throw her off the to, yeah, to, just to <laughs> go and tell Jeremy and they, they have to come up with a scheme. Yeah. And on the way to talk to Jeremy, she notices Carl <gasps> the orderly. Oh, a shiver rippled up her spine. Yeah, but she's like, oh, what could he possibly do to her? Mm, it's like every time she notices him being weird, she kind of gets distracted by something else. Like, yes, so she doesn't have time to, to really think idea. about it. Yeah. So, <sighs> Jeremy and Liz's scheme. By the way, their scheme is terrible. Oh, it's so bad. It's really weird and inappropriate oh it is isn't it like and uh, why is he having any part of this and it's very <laughs> risky yeah um, so it starts off with him sending her roses mm. uh, and she's like oh he loves me yeah and we discover that Jeremy and Liz have a co-name for Jessica they call her Hurricane yeah um, so that's the start of the scheme but yeah isn't the plan basically that Elizabeth reckons whenever a guy actually starts showing interest in Jessica she loses interest in them yeah so it's like oh we'll get him to Pretend like he's mad about yeah, her, which and then be, that'll scare her off. Or something. Which would be fine if he wasn't a grown man, <laughs> like in his twenties. He's twenty-five. <laughs> yeah. Like, and by the way, he doesn't. Well, there's no indication he's a creep. He's no, not. There like it is all. He's, yeah. he's actually. But also, why are you playing along with this? Yeah, this is <laughs> a terrible. Straight. This might be okay if he was sixteen. <laughs> yeah, it is not yeah, yeah. okay when no, you're twenty-five. Not really, no. So anyway, uh, that's the start of the scheme, and uh, then Liz is told to go and talk to another young patient mm. who's there on her own. Oh, new patient. And who could who, it be? Who? <laughs> Who could it possibly be? <gasps> it's treasure. Uh-oh. And she tells all. Yeah, which kind of has to come clean now, I suppose. That she's yeah, actually, she is there hooked up to an IV. Yeah. Um, and Liz offers sensible advice, genuinely sensible. She's like, well, you know, if you tell Stephen the truth, you can spend the time that you have left together. Yeah. But Trisha knows what she wants and she's she's like, um, no. I And makes Liz promise. Yeah. And then Liz, Liz has given very sensible advice, but then she does say something very inappropriate because Trisha's worried about her dad. And it's like, oh, what will my dad do? I don't know if he'll be able to cope when I'm gone. And yeah. this is all like, well, it won't be easy for Stephen either. Oh, like, oh God. Really? It's not all about your, like, yeah. her poor, al- tragic, alcoholic dad. Oh, like, yeah. maybe she wants to think about him. Just like, for a sec, like, yeah. let her have that. You don't have to bring Stephen into it mm. straight away. Like, well, you know, your dad's not the, who's lost his wife and he's going to lose his daughter. Oh, Isn't God. the only person suffering. <laughs> yeah. So Liz is understandably miserable mm. and uh, she's she's genuinely upset and, yeah. she, and like, she's really upset by the rumour that's going around school about Trisha having a new boyfriend. Yeah. And yeah, like they're both miserable and she's just like, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> but she has to keep the secret, I suppose. Yeah, because she has promised. Yeah. And um, she knows that everyone in Sweet Valley High, as usual, are judging Trisha because of her family. 
Yeah. So they're like, well, what would you expect? Yeah, no one learned anything by the looks of things. Oh, God. Well, they never do. <laughs> no. Jesus. I mean, they turn on anybody who's vaguely different. the drop of a hat. Really? Really do. <laughs> yeah. It's enough for nothing that there is a later book simply called Outcast. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Now, that could be all of them. There could have been a few of those. Yeah. yeah. So Enid finally turns up where she been all this time. Yeah, yeah. And there's actually kind of a, a sweet bit where she's like, what's wrong? Look, I know something's wrong. And Liz is really upset. Is like, there is something wrong, but it's not my secret to tell. Yeah. And Enid's like, can you tell your parents? She's like, no. <sighs> so who'd she go who, to? Who could she tell? <laughs> who begins? <laughs> who appears in the beginning uh, sentence of the next chapter? <gasps> Mr. Collins! Collins. <laughs> Hooray. He's, he's praising Liz's uh, new series in the Oracle, mm. a Candy Striper's Journal. Uh-huh. By the way, I do hope she got informed consent from all her interviewees oh, in yeah. the hospital. <laughs> Bet she didn't. No way. Oh, no way. She did. Yeah, you're right. Um, we remind how handsome he is, of course, Mr. Collins. Of course. He's wearing a shirt this time, though. Boo. <laughs> Not waving a hose around. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> and Liz is on the verge of telling her when John Pfeiffer butts in. Boo! Of course, uh, boo his. Of course, John Pfeiffer. Spoiling everything. This fucking guy. Um, so Mr. Collins says there's something he wants to talk to her about. Oh, yes. Um, and it turns out he wants her to tutor Max Down from Ooh, the droids. From the droids, yeah. He's been doing really badly in English. Yes, and needs a bit of help. Yeah. So she's like, okay. But then... As soon as, you know, she's agreed to that, yeah. she basically tells him everything. Yeah, yeah, she does. And he tells her, well, you've got to trust your instincts. I can't make the decision for you. What do yeah, you again, it's all advice. Yeah, like, just give what's you know? advice. Yeah. And meanwhile, Liz is also worried that, like, she's ru- not only are they running out of time for an mm. obvious reason, because yeah. poor, poor Trisha, but also the Kara's getting her claws into mm. Stephen. And thinks that maybe... It's I oh, this isn't really a valid worry. It's like oh, what if it's too late? And if I if she if he, he he's so in love with Kara uh, that when he hears Trisha die, you won't care anymore. Like, but she also kind of tries to make Kara out to be like a villain, and it's like as far as Kara knows, he's single now. You know? Yeah, and he did ask her to dance yeah. and start kissing her. Yeah, exactly. Even though he felt cold like, and Kara's dead. Kara's not a bad person here no, for it's like Jesses. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, we find some uh more about the Jeremy and Liz plan. Yeah. So. He uh, greets Jess seductively. <laughs> we were just saying how he wasn't a creep. Yeah. I know it's an act, but like, dude, this is not like no. some part of you should have gone. Maybe I shouldn't have this. Yeah, act. it's probably not a good idea. And then he proposes to her. Yeah. And she's freaked out. And he says, and now he sounds like Pete McCafferty in the last book. All your little excuses to come up to my room. Do you really think I didn't know what you were really after? Oh, God. She's freaked out and she runs away. And yeah. then Liz peeps it through with Jeremy's like, thumbs up! Yeah, oh, this is such a bad idea. Uh, I know. <laughs> so Liz tells Alice about their hero and Jeremy's revenge plot. And Alice's like, she's probably learned a real lesson out of all this, though I'm not sure what the lesson is. You and me both, Alice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Top notch mothering there, Alice. Oh, well. Fucking <laughs> parent of the year. Oh, God. Uh, all the parents are really awful. Yeah, I mean. like, one thing about having twins, it never gets boring. I kind of get the feeling like Alice, you know, given the chance to do a bit of a do-over, she'd oh, be like, God, maybe she would I leave- wouldn't have kids. Yeah. <laughs> she'd leave those twins, like, in a basket. There's a darkness outside. to Alice. <laughs> there really is. Remember there was a bit where she was still like, oh, I, one of them said, oh, I don't plan on having kids. And yeah, I was like, like, neither, neither did, did I. I. <laughs> And her eyes just glaze yeah. over in horror. So, yeah, and she doesn't <laughs> seem to have any 
issue with how healthy it is for her daughter to be like obsessing over the stalking yeah. this older man and then him agreeing to go on with uh, the pretend yeah. proposal. Maybe you should step in here, Alice. Let me think about this is not right. Yeah. Um so Jess uh is just doesn't seem bothered by any of it now, of course. And he asks where um uh what's up with Stephen Stephen and Cara. It turns out they're they're going to a party in his dorm, but but he looks all sad. Oh, oh yeah, because Elizabeth I think has, at this stage has decided she's gonna Tell Stephen what the story is, but she can't get mm. him on his own before he heads off. Yeah, and he's like, was Stephen going to lose himself in Kara's relentless campaign to win him over? Like, he's asking her to parties. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Oh, it's not a relentless justice campaign. Justice for Kara. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag justice for Kara. <laughs> so he uh, he goes to the party and Kara's going on about the morrows and how exciting it is. But yeah. all he can think about is Trisha and sometimes they went to the picnic. Yeah, and then there's a bit. Oh, like, it's all great. Yeah, <laughs> share the details. Oh, I feel so bad for her. So yeah, some friend of his from college, Ted Foster, a guy mm. he knew slightly, comes over and he's like, "Oh, you're this girl that I keep hearing about," and she's all like, "Oh yeah." He says, "Trisha, right? I never forget a name." Yeah. She's like, "It's Kara." Yeah. <laughs> it's extremely awkward, and I feel really bad for her. And then though, she. She kind of puts her foot in it because she's like, I don't like you talking about Trisha if we're going to be a couple. Yeah. And Stephen's like, what? <laughs> now, with fairness, they are going on dates and he's kissing her. Uh, yeah. Yeah, why is he surprised by this? Yeah. And then he's like, do you think I could replace Trisha just like that? You literally got off with Kara like yeah. a day after, possibly the day mm-hmm. that Trisha sort of dumped you. Yeah. And Kara's like, well, I don't want to be a girlfriend anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But as well, he's also kind of a dick because he's like, uh, at one point, it's like, is perfume shaming a thing? Because I've decided it is. <laughs> so it's like they're dancing together. And it's like, he could smell her perfume. Not like Trisha, he thought. She didn't have to wear perfume. Oh, The ah. scent of her skin and hair was naturally delicate and oh, sweet. Come on. Oh, it was. <laughs> that bitch wore perfume and you fucking know it. Oh, my God. Black people were like, oh, she never wears makeup. It's like, yeah. yes, she does. Oh, yes, of course she does. She's just good at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stephen! You're so annoying, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I just got really mad at him for that. I know. It's like she can wear perfume if she wants. Yeah, it's like God. It's like she's spraying herself with slurry or something. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it's a nice yeah. smell. So anyway, yeah, Jessica <laughs> has gone uh, even more deranged than usual and has decided <laughs> she is going to be engaged she to, to Jeremy. Come around to the idea of being engaged to a celebrity. It's like he's a celebrity. That's all that matters. Like, who could have uh. thought that this ridiculous plan could possibly backfire in any way? Yeah. Um. So Jess goes to tell <laughs> Jeremy, and uh, he's like, "Ha ha ha!" It was all a joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then says, it's like, oh, Jeremy, you were doing okay. But then it's like, if you were 10 years older, it's like, stop, Jeremy. No, stop there. Stop right there. But he apologizes for tricking her. He does. He also leaves Elizabeth out of it. He doesn't let her know that she was party to the whole Oh, that's true, which was nice of him, actually. Which kind of sound, yeah. yeah. So he says he'll make it up for her. And she's like, well, I know how you can make it up for her. Which sounds a bit pervy, but it it isn't. A little bit, no. Um, So back in Wakefield Manor, Mm -hmm. um, Liz tells Stephen the truth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's come home in a huff after the party. Yeah. Dropping Kara home, I guess. And she finally just breaks. It's like, look, you need to know. Yeah. And he's he he's goes around to Trisha and she pretends she's going on a date. And then it's actually quite sad. Aww. He says, Trisha, baby, I, I know. know. And she just falls into his arms. Aww. And they declare their love. They do. 
It's quite sad. It is actually quite sad. Yeah. But they, they reconcile and, you know, they're in it together now. Yeah. And she she by the way, she says that the guy she was supposedly draped all over was a guy mm. who helped her when she collapsed. Yeah, because she was in like the pharmacy getting her yeah. prescription. And yeah, so. And that led to the rumour. Yeah. Um, And uh, then we find out, I can't believe we didn't see this on camera so to speak <laughs> that she's uh, Jessica has been a guest on a <laughs> on a pre-record like a, a of frankly speaking <laughs> for some reason just, well this was how she got him to make it up to her but like what could she possibly be talking about uh, oh my, we actually do find out in the next book and I was just like what <laughs> but initially bullshit. I was like what is it what is she going to talk like yeah. being a stalker oh the, uh, there's like no by the way the answer is even more banal than you can possibly imagine because yeah. I when I was reading it recently, I was just like, what oh. are you going to be talking about? And when you find out, it's like... It's such an anticlimax. How do they get an actual item in you a program? How do you string a segment Oh, good nonsense. lord. If they actually talked about all the terrible things she'd done, they would have got quite a lot. Yeah. But they're not going to do no, that. Gonna, yeah. So, um, yeah, she rings Liz at the hospital to tell her how it went. And it turns out that Liz is in a hurry to get home because she has to tutor Max Dallin. Mm-hmm. And then she has to go to the morrow's party because, remember, Regina is throwing a party for all the yes. Sweet Valley Wankers. Get to know everyone. <laughs> yeah. Why would you want to? God, go back to Boston. Don't do it, Regina. Yeah. <laughs> Run away. Run. Run while you still can. <laughs> get out while you can. So, in the parking lot... Liz is thinking about how great things are. Yeah. Patricia and Steve, well, I mean, as great as they can be. But, you know, they're spending every day they can together. They're closer than ever. Yeah. And, you know, they're she's sort of at peace with what's going to happen. Mm. And it's, uh, it's, it's quite sweet. But she's so lost in her reverie. <gasps> she doesn't notice Carl the orderly. Uh-oh. He's creeping up behind her. Oh, no. She's in her car. Yeah. And, then he, <laughs> and then he approaches. And he's like, oh, some Mrs. Willoughby, some staff member wants to talk to you. But then... He chloroforms her. He fucking chloroforms her. Like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> I know. And it's like, I just want to be with you. Oh the God. two of us. <laughs> forever. Ah! Yeah, he drags her into his van. It was parked up beside her car and she kind of didn't really notice it. And so when he gets her to get out of the car, he fucking chloroforms her and drags her into the van. Bundles her in. Fucking hell. And then we're told... You'll have to wait an extra month to read the next book about Sweet Valley High, but it will be worth it. (laughs) I love how confident they are in the payoff. Yeah, it will. In fairness, they're right. I mean, yeah. (laughs) I'll give them that. So can you read the tagline for the next book? Okay, yeah. Well, I'll just read the last line and then the tagline because it's quite dramatic. So everything went black. (gasps) Elizabeth's last thought as she slid into unconsciousness was that this was no nightmare. This was real. <gasps> Will Elizabeth be saved? Find out in Sweet Valley High number 13. Kidnapped. <gasps> oh my lord. What's going to happen? Oh, that is a dramatic cliffhanger. Uh, like, if it is a really good cliffhanger. If you did have to wait a month. An extra month. An extra month. month, wouldn't you be raging? Two months. <laughs> you really would be raging. So, uh, oh, oh, could I tell us calm down? Do you have any stops? Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let me just gather myself for a second. <laughs> um, yes, okay. So, the blue-green eyes got five mentions, mm. which is pretty solid. Very good. Blonde hair only gets two, though. But mm. then we have uh, we have Trisha described as being delicate or fragile or like a fucking porcelain doll. Ugh. Like 12 times. What? It is too many Oh, times. that is fetishy. Like, <laughs> that is it? weird. Yeah, she's so delicate. Oh, that's what I like about her. She she's so be swept fragile. away with a breeze. <laughs> oh, yeah. There, isn't there some bit where, which we didn't mention during it, but I think there's a bit where 
um, Stephen is looking at Cara being sort of brash and he's like not like Trisha Trisha was always so fragile because that's how I like my women looking like they can barely move fuck off like a, a dead behind the eyes like a porcelain <laughs> yeah. doll oh god so bad um, in terms of outfits though Ooh. there's really only one and Ooh. it's Cara at her, her makeshift party that she manages to pull together at the last minute <laughs> not very and well it actually sounds quite nice you know 80s but mm. in a nice way um, Cara greeted them at the door she was wearing a splashy Hawaiian print la- halter dress it was cut so low and back that Stephen could see the white lines from her bikini crisscrossing her dark Ooh. tan she'd pulled her long brown hair into a ponytail over one ear so that it snaked seductively <gasps> down her bare shoulder Ooh, la, la. Like she sounds kind of deadly that does sound I would yeah, yeah that is a cool outfit it's cool yeah, yeah. fair play Cara good for you Cara you were unfairly maligned she was she, she was were... too good for Stephen anyway yeah. she's more crack than he deserves <laughs> <laughs> he likes porcelain dolls <laughs> yeah so yeah we, we know it is tasting ladies Ugh. get it, get out while you still can Cara <laughs> really he was doing you a favour yeah yeah. Um, so now we know what happens mm. when love dies. <laughs> do, 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 do. I have to do a dance as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we we hope we've got you all all wild up and yeah. ready for suitably hooked, kidnapped. Yeah, but we, you won't have to wait an extra month. You just have to wait the standard two weeks. Yes, <laughs> because we're not taking another month long no. break for the foreseeable future. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, thank you for. For listening, yeah, and for um, for staying with us as we returned from <laughs> from from the mists of uh, the, Christmas, the depths of January. I know, but as you can see, we are back on every two weeks now, and uh, you can please uh, please get in touch with us. Mm. Um, you can tweet us, and we do love getting your tweets, love especially it. all international Sweet Valley covers, which all we've had quite a few of. Yeah, we've had yeah. Argentinian, we've had uh, Korean, yeah, and now we've had French. Oh. So if you've, if you've got any more, it's very exciting. Send them our way. Absolutely. Oh, God, we love them. Um, anything else you have to say? Uh, you can tweet us at SVH Podcast. Yeah, you can send us an email at svhpodcast at gmail.com. And we are proud members of the Headstuff Podcast Network. And you can follow the, the network at HS Pod Network and This Headstuff. And you can find out more about all the other amazing podcasts. Yeah, there's really great ones. There's Juvenalia, yeah. Folklore, Alison's like, Fiddle Show. Oh. So many so good, much stuff. good stuff. Yeah. So um, go, you can go and listen to all of them if you haven't listened to them already while you wait <laughs> yeah. for the next... They'll tide you over to until tide you're back. <laughs> until you find out what happens in Kidnapped. <laughs> See you soon, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. This is how it's always been. I'm on the outside looking in. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at woodhousebuickgmc.com. We are professional grade. If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus. 